STEM education from the space station. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Matthew Wallace, NASA education coordinator. Welcome, Matthew. Hey, Tanya. Thanks for having me. What does a STEM coordinator at NASA do? So a STEM coordinator at NASA, it's a really fun job because we get to work right alongside with the scientists and engineers at NASA who are, you know, you know, hands down in the mission. And so we get to see what they're doing, learn from them, and then we get to turn what they do into resources for teachers and students. Um, it's so, it's, I used to be a former um, uh, biology and chemistry teacher. And so that's my background. And so it's so fun to see the research that's being conducted on the International Space Station. And then we, we, we learn about that research. Uh, we see the crew on the ISS uh, conducting that research. We work with principal investigators here on the ground. And then we get to say, how can we turn that into a really cool lesson activity for students? Or maybe astronauts tell us, this is a challenge that we face every day. How can we take that challenge and send it out to students to say, hey, help us tackle this challenge. And so really our job is all about working alongside of the scientists and engineers to create um, challenges and resources for students to, to tackle themselves. Tell us about STEM on Station. What's the mission of this program? So STEM on Station's goal overall is to celebrate the incredible work we do on the International Space Station and how the ISS has been a proving ground for us to go forward into the solar system. Um, I'm sure so many of you are familiar with all of the research that we do every day up there, um, but we want to send that out to the world. You know, I know many of your viewers may be very familiar with the space station, but there's a lot of folks out there that aren't so familiar with what we do. And so we want to make sure people are more aware of that uh, through public engagement. But also, like I said, from the STEM perspective is we want students to be able to design uh, and tackle challenges that the astronauts face on a daily basis. Um, learning through the research that we do and how um, all of that research helps NASA move forward as we go back to the moon uh, and beyond. Explain the partnership with Microsoft and how you decided to join forces. Absolutely. So they reached out to us uh, and said, you know, we've got this idea. Would you be interested? Um, and so we worked with them through a Space Act agreement. Um, and what's really cool about what they do is they have the ability to um, create lessons where students will design, um, they'll, they'll basically create an engineering build where there's sensors and then the sensors collect data and then they run it through Microsoft Excel, and then it creates this really beautiful um, visualization on the screen. And so for a young student who's trying to understand the engineering design process, specifically with this whatever lesson that they're working on, they understand the concepts of what they're learning, um, they, can, they can create that. And so what they did is they reached out to us at NASA and said, what are some challenges that crew members face that you don't necessarily think about, um, and how can we make this into a hacking STEM lesson? for teachers to use in their classroom. And so a really neat one that a lot of people don't know about is that crew members who have been up on the space station for six months to a year, um, they start to develop calluses on the, on the tops of their feet. And we all, we've all had blisters on the bottom of our feet if you go running or you're wearing bad shoes or whatever. Um, but for a crew member who's up there just wearing their socks floating around, they're, they're having to kind of uh, hook themselves into place. You know, if they're working on uh, an EVA suit, if they're working on um, you know, just doing some, you know, day-to-day -day research, they're kind of securing themselves in place with their feet in different ways than you would obviously do here on earth. Um, and so that creates calluses in unique areas. And so 
there's actually research being done by our agency and other agencies that we work with on the International Space Station to develop footwear for crew members who can, you know, in, you know, interact and, you know, carry out day-to-day business uh, without hurting their feet. And so what it, we, we thought about how cool it would be to pass this on to students to build a, a pressure sensor. Um, and then they put the, these pressure sensors on the tops of their feet. And then they kind of, you know, practice putting their foot under, underneath something and seeing how that, that works. And then it, on the screen, you see the different parts of the skeletal structure of the foot where the pressure is, you know, the most, is the strongest, right? And so um, it's, to me, it's, it introduces unique challenges that crew members face on the space station. Uh, it introduces a conversation that student, teachers can have with their students about all the work that we do and all the research that's done up there. But more importantly, why I love this so much is that it is a, it's an engineering design challenge for students because what they're going to do is they're going to design their sock, design their footwear, whatever they want to come up with to help mitigate that pressure. And then they go back to the drawing board and say, okay, now that we have our data that we collected ourselves, how can we go back to the drawing board and make it even better and enhance our design? This is what engineers do every day. Um, they're, they're constantly refining their, their product. Um, and there's so many things to think of too. I mean, you think about ergonomics and you think about uh, costs and these are, in, these are concepts you can introduce to, to students. Um, the things that they don't necessarily think about, you know, um, and that they're going to have to think about when they become engineers in the future, uh, you know, working to, you know, make their product uh, a useful one and a desirable one. So I, I just think it's great. And I use that particular lesson as an example, but there's, there's eight lessons total. Um, and they all relate to challenges that we, that we face in human spaceflight. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. How do educators access and facilitate the content? So they can go to, um, first of all, they can go to nasa.gov slash demonstration, and it's like one-stop shop finding everything you would need. Uh, you know, and I've been that teacher in the classroom before with my students and thinking about, you know, what can I, what, what am I going to come up with for our next unit? What are some lessons I can do that match these um, standards that I need to teach my students? And so if you go to nasa.gov slash demonstration, all of that is there. Um, you can search a database of lesson plans, um, and you can also find some, um, some other resources that we have. We actually work with the crew on station uh, while they're in space and we coordinate lessons and uh, video lessons with them. So the astronauts are in space floating around teaching uh, a science concept, whether it's Newton's laws, you know, kinetic and potential energy, um, you know, moon phases, all of these things that's, that, that teachers always are trying to help their students with, you know, every year. Um, now there's an astronaut up there that's kind of helping the teacher teach that concept. Um, and then there's a lesson plan that goes with that. And so this is just an example of one of the resources that they can go and they can find. Um, we call them STEMonstrations. It's like a demonstration, but STEMonstrations, you know, clever, catchy name, but it's really, really cool. Um, and we're constantly adding to that, that library of, uh, of, of video lessons. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, the International Space Station is such a unique environment. It's the only environment in, in our world or outside of our world, especially that that has microgravity um, at 24/7, right? And so, to be able to use that for research, but also to use that for STEM engagement and to to reach out to students and help them learn some of these concepts, I think is uh, it's just really it's really remarkable. So very fortunate that we have the opportunity to do that. And and teachers, uh, anybody you know, whoever may be watching today. Um, if you know a teacher or if you work with students in any capacity, please uh, definitely recommend this to them. Your website includes the slogan, 
inspire, engage, educate, and employ. Have you actually hired anyone who participated as a student yet? So I personally don't do hiring, but I know that we bring in a lot of folks who have worked our activities in the past. Um, you think you talk about internships um, and I don't work specifically with our internships, but I, I work closely with that team. And when we, when I meet these interns that come to NASA, whether that be Johnson Space Center or other centers around the country for NASA, a lot of them will tell you that I was involved in one of NASA's uh, programs, one of their activities. Um, and we, there's, there's a multitude of activities that we have um, aerospace scholars, uh, whether that's at the high school level or the college level, um, you know, MicroGenext, which is a, a program for undergraduate engineering students. They actually design uh, a, an EVA tool and then they test it out at the neutral buoyancy lab. And so these are real engineering students who are testing out their design um, and, and getting astronauts to test it out uh, as they practice their EVA, you know, getting ready for their spacewalk. And so um, that just these are just examples of the, of the activities that we have. And so when we meet these interns who come to us, um, which, you know, internships lead to full-time careers at NASA, um, a lot of them will tell you they were involved with these, uh, these activities, these, these NASA STEM engagement activities, whether that be the ones I just mentioned, or maybe their teacher uh, used these in the classroom and then started to learn more and they, they got this information and they learned how they could uh, pursue a career at NASA. So um, you, you definitely see it. You see how all of these education activities directly lead to people working in the space industry, whether that be with our agency or, you know, a commercial space industry. You're doing great work, Matthew Wallace and NASA Educations Coordinator. If somebody wants to connect with you, Matt, or maybe just find out more about this program again, I know you gave links to that earlier. How can they do that? So yeah, like I said, nasa.gov slash demonstation. Um, you go there and everything, you know, you want to contact us, uh, you want to get involved with uh, these lessons, like I mentioned, it's all right there. Um, and you can reach out to us. And, and one other thing I wanted to mention too is that we facilitate what's called in-flight education downlinks. So if your school uh, or your library or your museum or whatever you, you know, whatever educational institution that uh, you may be affiliated with somehow would like to communicate with crew members on the space station and have a live conversation uh, you can submit a proposal to us and we'll review it and we'll try to get you scheduled so that you can have that conversation um, it can be competitive but um, we, we're getting more and more of these uh, slots available each year and so we're trying to encourage schools and teachers everywhere to say hey if your students want to talk live to astronauts uh, we can provide you that opportunity and here's how and all that information there is on the website that uh, that, that i just shared so um yeah downlinks are so cool and, and sometimes um you know I've, I've been able to be a part of them where i get to go out to the school and and get them set up for that and just to see the kids light up you know they're getting ready to get their microphone and they see the astronauts floating around on the screen and talking to them in real time it's it's a pretty neat experience and uh it's one of the one of the cool programs that we do for sure well, you're so glad that you're doing it. Thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. And find more of my interviews right here on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, or at TanyaHall.net. Thanks for watching.